0: Welcome to the Keys of the Kingdom with Brother Gregory of His Holy Church. Well, welcome to Keys of the Kingdom. I'm Brother Gregory, and again we're going to be talking about the Kingdom of God. And we've got a lot to go through and uh, so we better get right to it because we've got a, about a minute or so slow start. guess <laughs> some connections. But anyway, uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, uh, His Holy Church is the church established by Jesus Christ. We have a website called His Holy Church. We write and. And use that term or those terms as a phrase because of the fact that we're seeking to be his holy church. And we're trying to conform to the things that he says. And uh, I've been given a task in my life. I feel a personal task in my life to share what God has shared with me with others. And that's what we do. And very clear that the early church formed a network. Uh, because Christ commanded that they sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands. It was a very practical suggestion or command, since that is the word that's used in the biblical text, command. And we see those of us who actually go and study the early documents of the church, see that the church organized itself in that way. And there'd be no way to do the things that we see Paul doing, and uh, Peter and all of them doing, uh, Barnabas doing, about taking relief all over the known world to help out people in need because there were lots of people in need. We know that there were plagues that went through uh, the Roman Empire. We know that there was famines that went through the Roman Empire. We know there were earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, all this over the first 50 to 100 years of the early church. And they were able to handle a lot of that and survive a lot of that and even thrive when there were wars and rumors of wars traveling through the Roman Empire, and the Roman Empire was going through the decline and fall because they were this network, so that the church survived. Yet we do not see any particular government thriving in what they call the Dark Ages. And it was a dark age for the governments, but when we actually, you can go, and there are guys who have been studying the Dark Ages and find that they were not so dark as a matter of fact, there was a lot of evidence. Uh, one of our ministers was sharing some of that information. I didn't put it out. I actually haven't even had a chance to comment on uh, t- uh, about some of this stuff. But I have in the past talked about the Dark Ages, and they weren't that dark. And there was an awful lot of well-organized societies and valleys that prospered tremendously uh, up into 175 and even beyond that uh, into the 300, 400, 600 uh, A.D. that uh, we don't know the history of because it's actually been stamped out. Because about a thousand years after the fall of Jerusalem, there was a group and churches and kingdoms that began to rise up and reassert this idea of government top-down, which, of course, is what Nimrod was all about what Pharaoh was all about, what Caesar was all about. That fell into decay along with much of the Roman Empire. But people actually did rather well. And uh, a lot of things came out of that. Eventually, people started translating the Bible into English. Uh, people could read the Bible back in those early days. They read a lot of the writings and they passed a lot of things on word of mouth. But... After the Spanish Inquisition and uh, armies began to march across Europe and destroy whole valleys, Waldensians uh, Waldesians and a lot of other people were absolutely destroyed by these massive armies that uh, marched through. Now, they had tried to do that several hundred years before, and it failed because the people rose up and they came together. Uh, and I tell stories in the book, Thy Kingdom Come, which is free online, where the people, say, when they tried to send out emissaries to negotiate with these armies that were stopping the usurpation of individual freedom, they uh, sent out emissaries to uh, negotiate with them so that they did not attack this totalitarian king who was trying to assert himself. And after negotiating and the armies getting closer and closer to, to this uh, castled king, um uh, their emissaries came back and they said, well, did you talk to their king? Did you make a deal? And uh, they said, no. And he says, why not? And he says, because they all say they are kings. And I thought that was such a fascinating story when I first read about it. There's a lot of ancient texts that talk about it, but you're not going to read about it in the modern public schools. How in the world with thousands and thousands of people come from all over the countryside. And I mean, not just a local area, but from very far away. And come together and form an army literally overnight. And stand there and tell this, this would-be king and ruler, dictator, no farther. Let these people go. Let them be free. How, how did they do that? How did they come about with that? Well, that's the kingdom of God. That is the gospel of the kingdom. Believe it or not. You wouldn't know that a lot of these people, you know, we read about Goths and Visigoths and all that stuff and the Franks, you know. The Pope says the Franks weren't Christians, but they said they were. And we got a lot of misinformation floating around because a lot of people have had a chance to play fast and loose with history. And so we don't really know exactly how the kingdom of God works. We have this imagination, and we're involved in our imagination and the shadow self to the point where we have become enmeshed with ideologies. Not with the real Christ, but with ideologies about Christ. And we're going to get into that. And this is kind of a prelude into that because we're going to look at this idea of waning immunity which is not just waning immunity. I put several uh, headings here in this article that's at Preparing You that you can find by looking up waning immunity. And one of the sections is the wise want to know, the failing to protect, and man no more. And uh, I'll probably put more in before we're done, but there's an awful lot of data and information, a lot of links in this article and actually, I, I just sent myself another link that I'm going to add to this so that we can add it in here. But we're staying focused. It's waning immunity. I read this this morning on the, on the show that may be the first show in this series of uh, enmeshment. And uh, the quote was, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalization and to some extent death which is starting to now involve all age groups. It isn't just the elderly. And this individual goes on to say, it's waning to the point that you are seeing more and more people getting breakthrough infections. And more and more of those people who are getting breakthrough infections are winding up in the hospital. So who is this guy Bad mouthing the vaccine, saying that the vaccine's not working and and people are ending up in the hospital and i mean does he isn't he shouldn't he be censored by Facebook and Google? Well, he also said, I think that the boosting is going to be an absolutely essential component of our response not not a bonus, not a luxury, but an absolute essential part of the program. And he goes on to suggest that, you know, I don't like forced vaccinations, but if everybody doesn't volunteer, then we're going to have to force vaccinations. And then he just announced yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, I heard it yesterday, that he says that we will soon be ready to vaccinate infants. Well, wait a minute, he's saying this doesn't work. We're going to have to vaccinate infants. Then we're going to have to have a series of boosters. He also has admitted that the vaccine does not keep you from getting the disease. It doesn't keep you from spreading the disease. Even even Bill Gates has said that. Certainly uh, Pfizer and Moderna have said that in their literature, that it only gives you a temporary immunity to the serious symptoms. And that serious symptom immunity is waning, so people are getting... Serious symptoms that are actually now putting them in the hospital and even dying. And the guy who said this, I'm, I'm sure Facebook will censor him, or maybe not, because the guy who said it is White House COVID advisor Anthony Fauci, MD extraordinaire. He just said this on November 12th, 2021, in an interview with the New York Times who was pushing him to advocate forced vaccination so that everybody has to get this. Well, this idea that you're going to have to go to boosters, that was handled in a Japanese study that we have quoted months and months ago. Uh, that Jap- it, It's on our page, numerous uh, scientists and uh I mean, I don't have the whole study there, but I have a link to the study. The study is the SARS-CoV-2 Delta variant is poised to acquire complete resistance to the wild-type spike vaccines. And so, what is that saying? Uh, that you're not you're going to lose all immunity. It's, it's it, they talk about eventually immune sera loss neutralizing activity and enhanced the ineffectivity. That's in the abstract of these breakthrough variants. And all the variants are coming from the vaccinated. So, you put all this together, you go read all the scientists that we have at the numerous sciences page, and, uh, you know, Bosch, Dr. Bosch, Dr. Malone, uh, Dr. Jessica Rose, uh, Su- Sukarit, uh, Bhakti, uh, Dr. Suzuki. Uh, one of the first doctors I contacted way back at the beginning, before they even came out with a vaccine, was advocating that it was absolutely essential that you have animal trials because of the fact that the long term adverse effects were going to be devastating. And so now, uh, and, and we can go down the whole list of Dr. Ryan Cole, Dr. Luc Montagnier, these are Nobel Prize winning doctors. The Japanese study involving hundreds of scientists. Uh, Dr. Michael Yeadon, who uh, was a former science advisor for uh, uh, Pfizer. Uh, He was the advisor for Pfizer. And then I quote a lot of other studies. uh, Dr. Charles Hoff, Dr. Salk. And, of course, I even quote Anthony Fauci. uh, Because he does occasionally, you know, if you say enough nonsense, eventually you say the truth. Now, oh, now I'll probably get censored for that. But the point is, is the vaccines are waning. It was predicted that they would wane. It was predicted that you would need boosters. And this is all way back at the beginning for those who actually follow science and not CNN and ABC. But the reality is, is that like the Japanese study says, is where does the boosters end? And how can we prevent the same pattern of waning immunity to take place with the boosters? And are we looking at total immunity collapse? Well, you can judge that by reading the science papers yourself, by hearing the opinions of these scientists who, again, are top scientists. They're not unusual scientists. I mean, they're not weird from Montana scientists or something. These are the actual guys. So... You, you can read all that, but, uh, and I have several links on this page to those pages so that you can see this, uh, is taking place right now and, and, uh, uh, what does it all mean? Uh, few people understand the complex overlapping levels of this natural immune ed, uh, system, uh, because they often follow the media narratives. The political opinions and pet theories of scientists, rather than the actual science—or I should say, pseudoscientists—because the actual science is saying something quite different. I mean, like the, I mentioned this morning on the show, how uh, uh, a lady was quoting the CDC on the View, and they cut her mic because it wasn't what they believed. They is you've been listening to Fox News too much. She was actually quoting the CDC uh, that. These shots do not give you immunity to the disease. They only give you a temporary immunity to the severe side effects. And then you have to get a booster. And then you have to get another booster. And the most vaccinated areas of the world are coming down now with very severe breakthrough cases. And their natural immunity is not kicking in. Because something has happened. Uh, science is supposed to be this intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systemic study of structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. That's what it is. Anyway, science is neither a, an opinion nor a consensus of opinions. If science is settled it has stopped being an activity and therefore has stopped being science. So the idea that this, because somebody slaps the word vaccine on the front of this uh, jab, that it's going to cure you, that it's going to be safe, that it's going to be effective, is a delusion. And it's fostered by the fact that people have been Actually, probably one of the most contributing factors to this, single co- recent contributing factors, is the four years of Trump, hate-let's-hate-Trump syndrome that has passed through society. No matter what Trump said, no matter what his wife said, they were bad people. And and this, uh, this created or emphasized the cognitive dissonance so that people cannot... Perceived the truth it had nothing to do with Trump or whether Trump was right or wrong or overstepped his bounds or whatever. It had to do with the fact that people were thriving on the idea of hate and judgment. And uh, when that's gone, they had to replace it with something else. I, I, down at the bottom, I will put a link to a several hour video that was put together by Glenn Beck. Uh, Another bad name. But it's, it's not really what we're going to talk about today. But it talks about a lot of the... I actually listened to the whole thing while I was working out on the desert. And uh, it was interesting. Uh, a lot of timeline, fascinating information. A lot of uh, cover-up and evidence of cover-up. But it's really not the serious problem. Even Even what's going on now with the breakdown of immunity... That's not the serious problem. The serious problem goes much, much more deeply into society, uh, and, and to a point where we may not recover for, from it. By definition, vaccinations once meant, once meant the preparation of the body to fight a foreign invader, uh, pathogen, such as bacteria or virus, to prevent infection. Now, a lot of people are going to argue, oh, You know, cell theory, germ theory, you know. I don't agree with the entirety of germ theory. I don't agree entirely with what people think cell theory is. Both of them have a certain amount of truth to them. The idea that you would be exposed to a bacteria or virus and you're going to automatically get sick is just not the bacteria virus theory. We know that at least 50% of the people... They got COVID did not really show any verifiable symptoms that uh, would identify them as having a serious flu. Uh, we know that 95% of the people who supposedly got polio, whatever polio was, uh, recovered with apparently polio antibodies in their body without ever showing any symptom. This goes on all the time. We are constantly exposed. What a lot of people don't realize is that your antibodies that your body produces, they don't just fight viruses and bacteria. They will fight those things and look for those things. You can actually look, when it's bacteria, you can actually watch the white blood cells chase down individual bacterias and devour them. Uh, viruses is not so easy. The process is uh, somewhat speculative, but there is set, definitely something going on. There is something that rises above all of that that we should have access to and Jesus Christ gave us evidence of. Can you heal somebody by laying your hands upon that person? Well, Christ supposedly did it all the time. The apostles did it a great deal at the time. And the stories of that going on through much of Europe and around the world even uh, have been pandemic of their own but uh do you have that ability i've actually seen that in operation experienced it felt it and i understand the process to some degree and i could explain it but it will get off track too much and we won't get back to what i want to share with you uh i just had a granddaughter rushed into the hospital uh today uh and she was, uh, they believe she had appendicitis and she had the pain and everything. By the time she got to the hospital, something happened. And they decided it wasn't. And they sent her home. <laughs> so, wh- what happened? Uh Well, uh, it's difficult to prove without more data. But uh can, you know, because Christ healed people without touching them as well. He just... Hey, he, he was not subject to time and space. That's the kind of healing you want. Not going to require a vaccination. But uh, can you do that? And yeah, the the, re, the reason we have fallen to being so gullible, so easily fooled, is because of this cognitive dissonance. We've tried to help, have two ideas in our head at the same time, which are contradictory. Kind of And we have to live with it. So we have to shut out something. Have to shut out some of the light. We have, and and this is what they call the, you know, the shadow self. Is that you're not going to look at that. And people do this all the time. And so uh, that creates an environment. That darkness. That refusal. That denial. Creates a darkness in you where you will not be able to manifest the powers of Christ. And you will need those powers in the future. And that's those powers were pervasive through the early Christian community. Because the early Christian community were willing to admit that they were wrong before when they were entangled in the elements of the world. We talked about that this morning. And so how do you become unentangled with the elements of the world? Well, it's it's humility is going to be a key element of that, and there's several others, and we'll be talking about them in this series. But what I was going to say is that, did you know that some vaccines, like the pertussis vaccine, isn't really a vaccine either? It wasn't when the definition of a vaccine was first defined, because they don't give you immunity to whooping cough. Justice does not give you immunity to whooping cough. It, it actually, it, it is putting some of the toxins produced by the whooping cough infection uh, into your body, so that your body will actually develop an ability to neutralize those toxins. And because your body... Uh, and then it records that in your T-cells, what we call T-cells, the T1 cell, T11 cells. It records that so that when you're exposed to those toxins, again, your body is already ready. A really robust immune system wouldn't need that. But if your system is uh, broke down or uh, slow or whatever, if you've already developed an immunity to the, Toxins or the the ability to produce antibodies that will neutralize those toxins, then your body will do that more readily. The more exposures you have, a lot of times, the healthier your immune system will be. So that's what pertussis is doing when they give you a pertussis shot. They're exposing you to the toxins. I think that's pretty much what they do when they give you tetanus. Your DPT shots is they're getting your body a Ability to ward off the toxins, you develop immunity. I mean, didn't you even see Princess Bride and iocane powder where he developed an immunity to iocane powder? <laughs> so, anyway, that, that that's the basic part of what has become known as vaccines now. It wasn't originally, but now they do that. mRNA is more like that uh, toxin that you're dealing with. And I have all kinds of links that, you know, the Bordetella pertussis, uh, you know, I explain it. I show links to it. Uh, this whole, uh, you know, diphtheria, tetanus, uh, pertussis, DTP uh, vaccine, that's mostly what it's doing is giving you some sort of ability or it's stimulating your body to produce the antibodies for the toxin, not for the disease itself. You will still get whooping cough, but you won't die of it because you won't, well, hopefully you won't die of it because your body has already learned how to produce the antibodies to the toxins. And so, therefore, you, your body now will have to produce the antibodies to the actual pertussis and not just the toxin, but it will have time to do it because your body has already learned to protect itself from the toxins to some degree. You may still cough, you still may get some of the symptoms, but you may not die. And that's true. Immunity can be imparted that way. There's a better way to do it, which is seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then you will have a more robust immune system. You, you will also be able to touch one another and heal one another, for those of you who need help with your unbelief. But uh, a lot of you aren't going to believe that. I'm I'm testifying to it, but I'm not trying to get you to prove it. Because the Holy Spirit will prove it to you when you finally repent and start seeking the kingdom of God. And then you'll find a lot of the problems you think you have will start dissolving away. So, mRNA is kind of doing that too. It's not actually injecting you with the, you know, broke down elements of the virus so that your body produces an immunity to the virus. That's why it doesn't give you any immunity to the virus. But, It uh, actually gets your body to generate mRNA in an uh, envelope that will go out acting like an exosome and spread throughout your body and supposedly attach itself to uh, the virus if it comes in to reduce your symptoms. When your symptoms are reduced but you still have the virus, you will go to work. You may not have a fever because your your symptoms are reduced. You will become a super spreader of the virus, and when you're you also during this process you will start to develop the variants because you're still getting the virus. You're getting actually high viral loads. We have links to the studies that show you you could have 250 times the viral load of somebody else who got the virus naturally and developing a natural immunity. And you can spread those viruses to other people. So the people who get the vaccination and do get infected anyway, they become super spreaders because they'll go to work, they'll go and you know, get people ride in their car and they're actually spreading the virus. And like I said in the early days when we were explaining all this, if you get natural antibodies, when those antibodies at their at their height to fight off this, whatever infection might come along, or most of it is already in you, that uh, you can also spread the antibodies to other people, and they will get less sick, the same way you spread the virus. That's the way it works. And there's a lot more to it, but that that actually is taking place in your body and in the body. of And this is how you can do this with ideas. That if you get an idea and you spread it to somebody else and it's a lie, then they will spread the lie as if it was true. And they will believe the lie. And people will say, it sounds like he's telling the truth. Well, he is telling the truth. He's telling the truth of what he believes. But what he believes is his truth. It's not the truth because it was a lie to begin with when he received it. The same as, you know, this is is what we're doing. With all these things, so anyway, in on this page, I also link to, you know, um, you know, the, the, all the variants are coming from those people who are vaccinated, and Dr. Robert Malone, who invented mRNA or discovered mRNA or the use of mRNA. Uh, this is what he is saying, and he actually got the and shot, but he was just in a conversation with several other people. Saying that everybody should not get the shot, Bhakti was saying that anybody who gets the shot is contributing to the decimation of the human population. What is he talking about? So here's another quote I have there on the page: is antibodies help protect the body against infection by recognizing the individual virus or other pathogens attaching to them and making the pathogen for uh marking the pathogen for destruction once produced, antibodies remain in the body even after the body has rid itself of the pathogen, so that now the body rids itself of the pathogen what what they're doing is lowering your symptoms. your body still has to recognize the pathogen and produce its own antibodies, which it is doing. Do the natural process, but during that natural process, your viral load may go way up because you don't have the symptoms that everybody else. Because what they're describing here is the mRNA, and and you will see that as you continue down through this definition. I give the quote as to where I'm getting this from: regular scientific papers. And so, uh, so the mRNA is not really truly a vaccine; it's a therapy. Because all it's doing is reducing the symptoms. If a person is exposed to a virus after receiving an mRNA vaccination for it, antibodies can quickly recognize it, attach to it, and mark it for destruction before it can cause serious illness. Because the mRNA is preventing serious illness temporarily. That immunity will break down. Also, other things will be going on. So anyway, I explain all this, and then I link also to the SARS-CoV-2 Delta variant is poised for to acquire complete resistance to the wild-type spike virus, where the immune sera uh, lost neutralizing activity and enhance the infectivity, which could lead to immunity collapse. And so, then I also quote the Suzuki Georgetown University study cell signaling in human host cells where he is saying that the S1 protein that your body is now producing if you've gotten the vaccination and, and this was what was grafted in, which if you, I mean, there were all kinds of scientists that were seeing this early on, but now they have the actual emails of people like Fauci where we can see them covering the, their uh, exposure when they began to realize that what was released was a manufactured virus. What? How did they manufacture it? They grafted in this S1 protein. And that is what your body is going to be producing when you get the vaccination. So what, what's happening is this S1 protein is going everywhere. Now, in some of these... uh you know uh, uh the, you know the I start this section, the wise want to know the key to science and the discovery of the truth is humility. If you are not willing to admit you have been wrong or made a mistake, you will not be able to find the truth. How I found as many things as I have in the Bible and in history is because I was willing to admit that I was wrong before and what I thought. And uh, also, I, I, I find knowing the truth far more important than looking like you know the truth. And that's a, that's a thing of vanity, where you're arguing so you can prove yourself right. I'm not trying to prove myself right. I'm trying to save people. On the first book I wrote, The Covenants of the Gods, is a picture of the Pied Piper leading away the children of the Hamlet Hamlin. <laughs> and they lost their children. That is what you're facing today. Now you're already facing that on several other levels. Uh, you've, you've signed a, you don't own your, your house, you don't own your car, you don't own your children, you don't own your labor. But more than that, that you're now in debt. Your children are cursed by that debt and they're surety for that debt and it's gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. This whole in- infection and immunity thing is just the same process on another level. And the reason I mention that it's the same process on another level is the cure is on all these levels as well. I know a lot of people who want to, you know, they see that, you know, I'm, I'm worse than the slaves in Egypt because they only had to pay 20% of their income. Somebody called me from the Midwest the other day, and he's paying something over $40,000 a year for property tax. Wow, huge. I, I met a guy in New Jersey, uh, he was paying some $20,000 a year on his house in property tax. That, that's shocking, you know. I built this house originally for about $8,000 in materials and my labor was for free. And I dug the gravel out of a gravel pit and poured the cement by hand. <laughs> and uh, it's it, the house is growing. It's it's probably worth 150000 now, maybe more, I don't know. But uh, I've already given it away to my kids because I started out on this path to... Share the truth with you, and you can get canceled pretty quick sharing the truth with you. But even though I'm going to expose all this stuff to you in this pages, and it goes into a great deal more detail about this decaying of immunity, the solution, the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Which you, when I mention that, you do not understand the significance and the extent at which that is true. People want to know, well, do you but do I still have to pay income tax. Yeah, you have to, you know, be friends with the unrighteous famine until it fails. In the meantime, you need to be seeking the kingdom of God in his righteousness, not, not your self-righteousness telling everybody you know what's what. I don't know what's what. I know some things and I share them with you and I share them with you with piles of facts and footnotes and sources so that you can go and check it out. But ultimately, you need to believe because It's written in your heart and in your mind. I'm just showing you how everybody's getting fooled. And they're getting fooled because of this cognitive dissonance where they're trying to hold two ideas. Like they're trying to hold the idea in their mind that they're Christians while they're doing the opposite of what Christ said or failing to do what he commanded. You're not Christians if you're not doing what Christ said. You're not following Christ if you're not going the way he said. That's what Christianity was called, the way. So what you want to know if you are a real scientist is why this immunity, this severe, to uh, severe symptoms is breaking down and waning, waning away so that people are actually getting sick and dying. You can assume that, oh, I just need another booster. And then what are you going to do? Like I said, the most vaccinated place, Gibraltar probably in the world, they're having, they're having serious illnesses. And there, and this was actually predicted by scientists within a year, two years, three years' tops. Actually, it can go on for ten years if people are still alive. <laughs> because, you know, everybody's going to react a little bit different, but there are patterns that we're seeing developing, which is why I put, uh, Dr. Rose on here, because that's what she does. She's got degrees coming out of her ears, and, analyzing the data that's coming in. And the data that is coming in, she sees clear evidence that there's antibody-dependent enhancement going on. Now, you don't find that particular phrase in the Japanese study, but you find the word enhancement about 97 times. So, yeah, that's a real thing. But Proverbs says, the wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish... Foolish is near destruction because they don't want to hear knowledge. They don't want to hear facts. And uh, people are constantly saying they don't have any time to, to read all this stuff or to look at the videos. And, yeah, the only ta- time you're going to have is that you're going to have time to die. Uh, you can go watch that movie, No Time to Die. That's two hours and 43 minutes long. This show is an hour. And I'm telling you what Fauci said, what Biden said. They're wreaking havoc without victory. Austria, Australia, the rulers all over are digging in. Something else is going on. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be servant to the wise of heart. That's Proverbs eleven twenty nine, or how about twelve fifteen? The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. But he that hearkeneth unto the counsel is wise. So what I'm doing is telling you that uh, that something is going on here, it goes much deeper than masks and vaccinations. And if you want to be prepared, the solution is still seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Sit down with groups of ten, network yourself together with groups of a hundred. And start caring about one another as if you cared about yourself. Stop being antibody-dependent and start learning how to be self-reliant. And the best way to learn to be self-reliant is to learn how to care for other people. That will be the end goal. The fool uttereth all his mind, but the wise man keepeth it until afterwards." And so I'm not going to even tell you what's really behind all this, but you may start figuring it out as we go along. And I'm not going to tell you how far down the rabbit hole that uh, this will take you. I mean, you will not believe uh, what's really behind all this. I mean, it's too, too scary to even tell you. But we can see the evidence of it, you know, when Austria unveils its plan to impose restrictions on the unvaccinated and, and, and Chile has done the same, although they have a much higher rate of vaccination in Chile. And Netherlands tried to roll back their, uh, uh, you know, they, they rolled back originally all their mandates and restrictions and now they're trying to put them back roll back into place again and the people are resisting because they've had a taste of freedom. Other people are just going along to get along. Big mistake. Uh, I, I share audios with Professor John Ioannidis who wrote the book on virology talking about how our evidence-based public health is dead. You, uh, it's been hijacked for a variety of reasons uh, including money and allegiance because of media, medical misinformation, uh, we have a real mess in our hands because people, even though you could now bring them the facts so that they can see, because they have accepted the lie, they will not accept the facts because that means they would have to admit that they've made a mistake. But, uh, like I said, a link to the studies like SARS-CoV-2, spike protein, illicit cell signaling in human host cells, and the implication for possible consequences of a COVID-19 vaccine. That study was out in 2020. And, and it's the most extensive study I've seen dealing with uh, uh, COVID for autopsies. Uh, Because they really went into this in great detail. But the narrative has been hijacked. The science has been hijacked. No one should be giving the FDA, the NIH, the CDC, or the WHO a pass. They need to hold them accountable. And eventually they will be. But an awful lot of people may be dead. I have links there to Vars. There's a European chart as well showing the number of illicit uh, injuries and uh, ill effects that are coming from the vaccine. So you can follow all that. But ultimately, I get down to Man No More section. And uh, we're running out of time. So I'm going to clip right along here. Uh, last night, I watched uh, a movie. I actually specifically looked it up. I can remember there's a number of movies like this. And it's Children of Men and what has happened, evidently for because of a vaccine or something, they don't really explain exactly what they made references to several things. As that women could not have children anymore anywhere. Uh, they just completely uh, stop children stopped being born. Like the youngest person was like twenty seven years old, and that was the movie. And I, I really don't think it was all that great a movie, but. Uh, this antibody-dependent enhancement is coming about because of this presence of the spike protein in your system that is coming both from the vaccine and the coronavirus and from the variant viruses. So you're getting, and, and you're having this huge viral load, which means a huge load of the spike protein is passing through your body and it's causing hemorrhaging and it's causing a lot of things, but... And we see the evidence of that in the data that is coming from Dr. Jessica Rose. But it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And people now want to vaccinate small children who were not susceptible to the virus. Uh, they had almost zero, less likely to die from corona than from the regular flu. And so why are you giving them a vaccine that does not give them protection from the flu? They weren't getting serious symptoms, so you can't say you're giving it to protect them from serious symptoms. But yet now we're having children die from COVID. Are they really dying from COVID or are they dying from the promiscuousness of the vaccinated who are going around spreading something else entirely different? You gotta remember nobody sees these viruses in the lipids. What Doctors are seeing, and I have an audio here of scientists, is that the the lipids that were supposed to stay localized, that's what they told us, but now we know they're spreading all over the body. They're actually getting past the blood-brain barrier. We have some things that appear to be remedies to this, and we will share them with people through the Living Network. We're not going to put them out all on the emails and all that stuff. You have to become a member of the living network because that's what Christ commanded us to do. To Christ commanded his disciples, his trainee ministers, to make the people sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands. So don't expect us to share everything with people who will not sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands to serve others. They have some sort of resistance. They had some sort of resistance back then in the days of Jesus Christ, they had an excuse. Oh, no, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. Oh, that I already know what I need to do and I don't need you guys. You don't come together because you need us. You come together because somebody else might need you. And the early church had to be organized in this process. But anyway, there's a several hour long uh, conversation. And in it, they talk about this. And there are studies that are showing this that the lipids that are spreading all over the body besides ending up beyond the blood-brain barrier and in the bones, it seems to be concentrating in the ovaries of women. It also go to the genitals of men, but it's definitely concentrating in the ovaries of women. And you want to give this to small children. Is somebody who has said... For years, that they wanted to reduce the world's population to 500 million, finally found out a way to do it. I don't know. I can't prove that. But we can prove that the spike protein is concentrating in the ovaries of women through the lipid particles that are released. And your body begins to replicate after being injected with the virus. We, I know Dr. Michael Yaden, who is the former vice president uh, and chief scientific officer at Pfizer, along with Wolfgang uh, Wodarg, filed petitions in international forums warning that no one who ever hopes to have children should be taking uh, these injections. Yet, they're now giving them to children. As young as five, and now they're talking about infants. Now, when I tell this to people who have already committed to the fact that they think this is good, well, they're not going to hear it, that because they're the fools, and uh, they don't have the humility to admit that they may be wrong. And uh, they you know Hosea nine fourteen says. Give them, O Lord. What wilt thou give? Give them a miscarrying womb and a dry breast. All their wickedness is in Gilgal. For there I hated them. For the wickedness of their doings I will drive them out of mine house. I will love them no more. All their princes are revolters. They're rulers. Are are revolters. Because they're not doing what Christ said. They're exercising authority one over the other. They're coveting one another's goods through the agency of these men who exercise authority. What does he mean? He hated them for the wickedness of their doing. Well, does God hate the Nicolaitans? Does God, uh, who who commit the error of Balaam, does God Hate Balaam and the people who commit the errors of Balaam? No. He hates their doings. What they do. And when when you understand what God is, God is this creative force that is moving in the universe that has created this pattern of life that we see everywhere that we see life. And if that God hates your doings it means that you are not drawing near that God but you are drawing away from that God you are you are actually being pulled apart from the God and being divided from God the be it bob rash divided from authority divided from sight divided from understanding that's you being divided from that and and your daughter's may be divided from their ability to give life to the next generation because you've gone this way. So anyway, we're not going to have go through all of this, but I have links on there and I will add another link down there at the bottom. Ultimately, at the bottom, I have a link to the... Uh, it's actually on Rumble where Brett Weinstein, uh, Dark Horse Podcast, uh, where he talks with Dr. Dr. Robert Malone and Steve Steve. Kirsch, uh, evidently I didn't put in the link to Steve Kirsch's site, but you can probably Google it and find him. He's a wealthy guy who's actually funded some of the studies. He went and got the vaccine because he thought, yeah, it's good, uh, it's a vaccine and it's going to help me. Now he finds out all these people are getting sick, having I mean, all these terrible side effects. I mean, there were thousands upon thousands of people on Facebook that were in numerous groups that were talking about all the side effects from the vaccine and the long term detrimental painful effects of taking the second shot and boosters and Facebook just made them all disappear overnight. So this is why I say you need to create networks where you communicate, not just by email. The, the, the network that we offer people is an email network so that they can create the living network. Because Christ commanded us to make the people sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands. We require that you do that if you want to get the secret, secret knowledge. Because, I mean, Christ was very clear. He was doing the same thing. It's given unto you to know, but it's not given unto them. Why is it not given unto them? Because they're not sitting down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands. So, yeah, you can say we're hanging out a carrot there. But Christ gave us the carrot to hang out. So, where's the cure for the side effects? Where's the cure for the shedding? Where's the cure for the fact that everybody in your household has got it? You got the vaccination and you're getting sick. Everybody where you work has got it. And uh, you don't feel as well as you normally feel. You're wondering, where is this coming from? I didn't get the shot. Well, there are solutions, but again, masks and vaccine mandates, they're going to go away. They've got millions upon millions of people vaccinated already in some countries, 99% vaccination rate. They've already got those out there. And even if you were to stop all that today, you've got billions of people vaccinated. And they're spreading, they're super spreaders now of whatever variant that they create. What, what's the end goal here? What, what's really happening? Well, that's just phase one. That really, the, the the virus and the vaccination, maybe you can call that phase one and two. But what's the next phase? It's coming. I've seen the handwriting on the walls. Uh I've seen more than handwriting on the walls. <laughs> and... uh You need to sit down in the tens, hundreds, and thousands. Just before I went on the air, I saw a message come in from somebody in the Midwest who, for some reason, thinks that they got this big, long paragraph after paragraph why they don't have to do what Christ commanded. Because they love Jesus. Well, Franklin Graham loved Jesus and said that Jesus would have got the vaccination. So he wouldn't got the vaccination. He just had open-heart surgery. Because... He's having the symptoms that come to a lot of people who get the vaccination. Where he's having uh, peritonitis in the, uh, I think it's in the sac around the heart. I think that was his problem. But um, that's the tip of the iceberg. Because the problem is going a lot deeper into millions and millions and millions of people. And it's in their bones. It's in their brains. And it's not just the vaccination. It's the lie that people have believed a lie that it's okay to covet your neighbor's goods. It's okay to just think you believe so you are saved, but you're not actually believing in the real Christ. The Holy Spirit is not an emotion. The Holy Spirit is an actual spirit. And while you can heal people with emotion, not without paying the price. Heal people with the Holy Spirit and you will have life more abundant. But until then, you're going to have to put down your delusions and admit the truth and start to sacrifice according to the ways of Christ. But anyway, we'll have to save that for the next time. In the meantime, you're going to have to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Join the network. And until then, peace on your house. And may God be with you. So I'm still trying to find the studio. Here we go. Here we go. We got the studio. We got some callers in. But anyway, God bless. You have been listening to The Keys of the Kingdom Dot his holy church dot net.